You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Welcome to the Stream of David Show, where David taps into higher consciousness and shares divine guidance from the stream, answering all of life's questions and guiding you to the life of your dreams. Sit back with your mind opened as you come along with us on this wonderful journey of higher enlightenment. Here's your host, David Strickle. Hi, welcome to the Stream of David Show. In this episode, we're going to take a little bit of a departure from our recent format where we've been sharing the live stream Q&As from our Facebook groups. I know you all like that a lot, but I think it's important to take a little break from that and talk a little bit about the co-creative process and how it relates to the Taya spiritual practice. I get a lot of questions about Taya, what it means, how it was created, how to do it and how it transforms your life. And of course, quite a few questions about Taya Bootcamp as well, because I talk about that in here quite a bit. And so many of our testimonials and guests and things like that come from our bootcamp program, so it makes sense. But I really want to get into co-creation. And we'll talk about that in regard to the Taya spiritual practice, but just in general. So often I hear people saying that the universe is sending something to them, or the universe is teaching them a lesson, or that God is sending something, or God is teaching a lesson. And I'm certainly not here to tell anyone that their personal beliefs are right or wrong. The the stream tells us all the time that there's no right or wrong and that our beliefs create our bubble of reality. So whatever we believe is, is right for us. But I do want to share the fact that the, one of the most important things that I've gotten from the stream, and I know one of the, the things that they really want to drive home in all their teachings, is that there is no assertion from source in our lives. And by that I mean we are here literally on our own, creating our own reality based on our projected thought. And a lot of times I've heard people, especially when they're questioning religion, will say things like God isn't fair. Why doesn't God swoop in and help these, you know, these poor people that are suffering? And it makes so much more sense when you think about it from the stream's perspective that the purpose of life is for us to come to to physical, in this case planet Earth as human beings, and to have preferences based on the wholeness of who we are, to sample life and, and discern our preferences, and to create a life that is a combination of us seeking out and, and attaining our preferences and overcoming obstacles. We see evidence of that all around us. Every human being on planet Earth, there's plenty of evidence that that's what life is. That no one is truly blessed, no one is truly cursed, but we are certainly born into a set of circumstances that are conducive, more or less, toward the things that we discern as our preferences. But if you think about it from a soul consciousness perspective, the higher perspective, we talk about this all the time. And understand that that overcoming obstacles, that solving problems and creating new things based on our perceived preference for change or improvement or growth, that that is the process of creation. And when you hear the stream speak of this, and they share that the entire universe was created this way, That consciousness comes to physical, 
And in physical, you are impacted by polarity. And that polarity is going to take you up and down your virtual vibrational spiral. And when you are up, you are in the category or the territory of manifesting your dreams. And when you are down your spiral, down in negative territory, you are down there slowing and canceling your dreams if you stay down there long enough and certainly creating obstacles. And the reason we have obstacles is so that we are then inspired toward new creation. And we all think that we want to live in this perfect utopian society where we manifest positive things only all day long. We have everything that we want. And I know a lot of people that quote unquote teach the law of attraction. I make fun of that a little bit, even though I do a lot of that. But you're not teaching the law of attraction. The law of attraction is always at play. It's like gravity. The law of attraction is always present, always attracting. You are always attracting everything that's coming into your life. And because your vibration, i.e. your emotions, operate on this virtual vibrational spiral that you go up and down. And certainly we go up and down this spiral based on a variety of things. Our history, how we focus polarity in itself. But that spiral exists to give us that combination of positive and negative. And the negative serves us if we allow it to. And every single one of you listening to these words right now can stop this recording for a moment and resume it when you're done. But stop and think about a time in your life that you had an obstacle, perhaps one that seemed unsolvable, perhaps even a crisis that you thought might end you, that you bounced back from, that you recovered from, that you saw later as a blessing in disguise. We all have something. Some of us, many things that we look at that way. And the more allowing you are of a solution when a problem arrives, the faster you're going to receive it. And the more growth you're going to attain from it. And I'm at a point in my life now with this Taya spiritual practice that the stream has delivered. That I have essentially been doing in my life. Co-creating it with the stream over the last 10 years. 10-11 years. I'm at a place now where every time I am met with an obstacle. And I absolutely still manifest obstacles. This practice has not delivered a state of perfection nor will it. But one of the many things it has delivered is great clarity on the nature of our obstacles. So when I'm in the midst of a crisis, and I usually share whatever I'm going through here on the show. If you listen long enough, you've you've been through the ups and downs of my life for the last two years. I like to do that. I always want to share the positive things that are going on. I'll brag about that stuff that I'm manifesting. And I'll turn right around and tell you all about the negative things that I'm encountering and what I'm doing to solve it. And ultimately, I will come back and tell you, not only did I solve that obstacle, but down the path a bit, I was able to gain clarity on how it served me. Understanding that I manifested that obstacle for a reason, and it took time in the solving of it for me to fully understand what that reason was. But every single time, I end up creating new. I end up growing. I end up manifesting something perhaps that I wanted through the muck of something unwanted. And that's the nature of our creation as physically focused beings. 
But it's always a co-creation. Again, the stream, which is source, is not up in the sky dictating the direction of my life or anyone's life. It's always interesting when people get to know me a little bit and find out or, or try to figure out what it is exactly that I do. And sometimes I've gotten feedback from people that they're surprised when I have a problem. You know, externally, my life looks pretty good. I'm in great health. I'm in good shape. I live in a nice home. I drive a nice car. I have a nice circle of friends. Life, life externally looks pretty good. But it's kind of that Instagram, Facebook version of life that everybody puts out there. I don't always put my problems out there. I share it with all of you. I share it in my work. I share it with the boot campers for sure in detail. But then when they find out that something negative has happened in my life, they're always surprised. They think that what I do is somehow going to lead me to some life of perfection. Or that I'm supposed to behave like some deity and be perfect. And not go out sometimes and drink too much tequila and act like an idiot. But I do. <laughs> you know, spirituality is, is really misunderstood very often. And it means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. I get that. But it seems like we try to turn it into religion. We try to place all these rules around it. And how we're supposed to behave as spiritually connected beings. Our spiritually focused people. Whatever you want to call it. And truly, there's no rules. To me, spirituality just means that you are connected consciously to the energetic realm. And the energetic realm is that of consciousness. And there's the pure, positive, loving consciousness of source. And there is certainly less than positive consciousness that is negative, but fairly underpowered, fairly weak in comparison to the pure positive energy of source. I can tap into all of it. And I will tell you that in my lifetime, learning to channel and trying to figure out exactly what this, this gift is that I have, this information that's been coming to me, going out and trying to seek it on demand, I tapped into all sorts of things. And there is positive and there is negative in the energetic realm for sure. But it's, you're not impacted in the energetic realm the same as you are as a human being. You have to go looking for that negative energy as a human being. The positive energy is flowing to you automatically. The negative energy is on demand. You go find it. There's a big difference there. To allow the loving energy of source to flow to you, all you need to do is quiet your mind, relax, and appreciate. Just breathe a little. In fact, you don't even have to actively appreciate. I use active appreciation simply because it's so hard for me to completely quiet my mind. But when you completely quiet your mind and you breathe and you relax, you reach a state of neutrality. And in that state of neutrality, the positive energy of source can connect in, can be realized and felt. You feel joyous, lighter, relaxed. A sense of well-being washes over you in that state. That's what meditation is. And this is proof that pure positive is flowing to us at all time. You do not sit and relax and breathe and appreciate and have negative energy come in and take over. Negative energy is not going to possess you without an invitation. I proved this to myself years ago. 
And when I started conjuring things and going and looking for things that were less than positive, I realized that I was indeed tapping into negative energy, but I was going and looking for it. And when I learned to turn my attention away from that and turn my attention away from things in the 3D realm here on planet Earth that brought those negative thoughts into my mind and just focus solely on the positive, allowing the positive. I didn't have to go searching for it. All I had to do was allow it. You have to search for negative and allow positive. If you take nothing else away from this podcast, remember that. And once positive is flowing, we have so much creative energy flowing to us. That is our intuition. And one of the the major things that I got from stream, and I've gotten a lot of things from stream, is the co-creative practice of Taya. It absolutely changed my life. And I had no idea that I was creating it when I did. I simply had an intention. Once I discovered what channeling was, what was coming to me, and I found the Abraham Hicks material, I was extremely inspired by Abraham's teachings. Extremely. But I also felt something was missing there for me. And I've brought this up before, and I always put lots of caveats because I know many of you love Abraham as I do, that I'm not criticizing Abraham at all. What I'm trying to say here is that Abraham is a message that is perfect, that is true, and that is very useful. But when I started channeling the stream and I got to a place where I could question, one of the first questions that I asked was, well, why do we need another channel on planet Earth? I think Esther Hicks is amazing at channeling Abraham, and I love that message. And the message was clear that we live in an evolutionary universe, that there is never a final anything, never a best and final. There's no such thing. There's always something That's a further evolution of that's going to come along. And that's true for Abraham. That's true for the stream. That's true for everything that's out right now. And that there were things that I, in my co-creation with the stream, which is source, just like Abraham, there were things that we collectively had to offer that would appeal perhaps to a different audience or offer another layer to the Abraham audience that had real value. And I felt so strongly about that. I felt the the, the love and the power flowing through me when I got that response from the stream that I knew I had to stop questioning and just go in my own direction. So at that point, I stopped listening to Abraham. And it's not because there's anything wrong with Abraham. It's simply because I wanted to ensure that what I was sharing with all of you was strictly information from the stream, that there was something unique to be offered there, something different, something perhaps evolutionary. And that turned out to be true. Because from all of that, we co-created this Taya spiritual practice. And really, it was a co-creation of myself and the stream over 10 years before it even had a name. Because I wanted to figure out how to take the law of attraction which I have understood since a very, very early age, back in 1982 when I was 14. You've probably all heard this story. But I wanted to figure out how to really utilize it in my life, in every area of my life. 
because I've seen and heard a lot of frustration with the law of attraction. People learn about it. They get excited about it. They kind of understand how it's working in their, their friends and family's lives. They, they see the people that are positive tend to get more positive results. And people in their lives that are negative tend to have more negative results in their lives. So there's your non-scientific proof right there. And we've all had experiences of things that we focused on and wanted and, and, and appreciated. We've had those experiences, those things manifesting. And when you understand that and you, you get how much power we have in our lives over everything that's going on, everything that we're receiving, including even the behavior of the people around us, toward us. When you start really working these tools and start to understand that, you understand how, powerfully, how powerful you are. So you start to understand these things, and then you want to set about manifesting some things intentionally, probably some big things. A new business, a new home, a new satisfying romantic relationship, more money, improved health, maybe bouncing back from a serious illness, an improved body, one that feels better, one that looks better. More fun, more travel, more experiences, better sex. We all have things that we want. We are expansive, improvement-oriented beings for sure. So we all want more. We all want better. We all want to do better. We all want to be able to help and inspire others to do better. And it seems sometimes with the law of attraction that the things that we want the most are the things that are the hardest to attract, the things that elude us. And that was my frustration. There were things that I really wanted that I wasn't getting. I wasn't figuring it out. You see, I figured out how to manifest money and, and material things early on. So I got to age 40 and I had everything I thought I needed to be happy. And I've told this story a thousand times, I know. <laughs> so if you've listened for a long time, I won't go too deep into it. But it's an important story to share because when I figured out, when I realized that I looked around and I lived in this beautiful house with beautiful furniture and a great car, two great cars in the garage, beautiful clothes in my closet, shoes, custom-made suits, great bottles of wine, lovely dinners out, luxury travel, staying at four- and five-star resorts. When that was my life and I looked around and realized how unhappy I was, I realized from my then perspective that I had misused this information that had been coming to me my entire life. That truthfully, I knew all about the law of attraction, but my focus was only on creating wealth and, and material things. And so I really set about looking to go deeper with the stream. I didn't even call it the stream back then. It was just my inner being, my inner voice. Didn't know what it was at that point. And then I realized what the connection was that I had, how powerful it was. Of course, listening to Abraham brought me to that realization. I will always thank them for that. And I realized that I needed to create a spiritual practice in my life. And I learned to meditate. 
I fairly quickly had a Kundalini awakening. Again, I didn't know what that was when I had this awakening. It, it just happened. Magical. It was amazing. That energy continues to flow through me to this day, and it's, it gets even stronger and stronger all the time. But after this awakening, I really realized that the money and the things weren't going to bring me happiness without learning to be happy first. That I had to find a path to loving me because when in those moments of loving me was when I found or realized the strongest connection to the stream, to source, which is the same thing. And I wanted more of it. And I came to understand very quickly that my ticket up the spiral, my ticket up to where the stream resides, is all about loving me and appreciating me and feeling good and relaxing and just letting it flow. And from there, I realized I needed to do things in my life to maintain this connection. That there was nothing more important than me learning how to be up my spiral. And so everything I started focusing upon in my daily spiritual work and my hour-to-hour, minute-to-minute existence was working on keeping that vibration up. Because I understood that the higher vibration was all about receiving the things that I wanted, having joy in my life, having the clarity of source flowing, to truly trusting my abundance, trusting the universe to deliver everything that I wanted and needed, not just the things, the material things that I thought were going to make me happy that ultimately did not. So I had to learn, or I had to teach myself actually a practice, I had to create it. Because as far as I know, there wasn't anything that really existed like that. There was religion. There's a lot of branches and modalities of spirituality. But a lot of times I would get into that and they just didn't feel right. They were sort of incongruent with what the stream was sending me. Because my intentionality with the stream from day one was to receive very pure, very clear information. Not humanized, not scrubbed up, not impacted by religious expectations. I think so many people get into spirituality and they still hang on to so much of that religious, the religious aspect of rules and judgment and and, and paying homage to a, a deity and, and, and all of these things that it just didn't feel right to me. I really got from the stream that they are not looking to be worshipped. They are not looking to be obeyed. The idea of angels and guides and all of these things are our humanization of the energetic realm that a lot of you believe in these things and there's nothing wrong with believing in them because that is your bubble of reality that you have created and there's no right or wrong in your bubble of reality. Now, there are certainly things that serve your higher purpose better than others, meaning if your belief system is about you being positive and up your spiral and loving yourself and connected to source, you are going to have a better life experience than someone who believes whose belief system is all about being perhaps a victim or some external God asserting their will into your life. If you choose to believe that, then that's your belief. But I'm here to share what the stream has shared with me, which makes a lot of sense to me. And I have seen zero evidence to contradict anything they have ever taught me, ever. I've come to a place where I do not question anything in their guidance. Because they are not looking for anything from us. They are very clear 
that we are here on our own, discerning our preferences, looking for our version of freedom and joy, and overcoming our obstacles that we create when we're down our spiral for the purpose of new creation, for the purpose of growth. I totally understand that. And understanding that brings me to this this higher level of thinking, this seeing through the eyes of source thinking that we talk about a lot in the practice of Taya and the stream's teachings in general. And it's just really made such a transformation that now I spend my days teaching these techniques to other people, including all of you. And of course, I have boot camp for those who are really ready to dive in and really transform their lives. But the practice of Taya is here for everyone. And I want everyone to understand that it's all about identifying and detuning your transgressors in your life. Anything that's in your life that you cannot look upon in complete appreciation is a transgressor and it needs to be detuned. You need to detune it by forgiving it, whether it's a person, circumstance, or event, all the way to the point of appreciation of it. What has it done for your life? What has it done for you? And if it hasn't done anything for you, what can it do for you? If nothing else, what clarity did it bring to you? Did it at least teach you what you don't want? A lot of times we, we kind of gloss over that, the value of that. But clarity is the goal of life. I always want clarity on everything, all topics. I seek clarity. If I'm unclear, that's my first mission is to get clear. Second mission is if there's fear present, remove fear. Because fear does not serve much of a purpose beyond telling us to get out of the way of the speeding bus. If we have fear around money, relationships, health, all we're doing is attracting that which we are fearing. So we really need to work on detuning fear. And that's why we detune transgressors. They go hand in hand. Very often, our life's transgressors are the launch pad of our fear. The religious teachings that taught us to fear things growing up, perhaps our parents' limiting beliefs, perhaps the childhood bully that told us we were less than or ugly or stupid or fat or whatever it was. These things are our transgressors, the illness that struck us, made us feel less than, made us feel vulnerable and weak, took away maybe a portion of our lives. That's a transgressor. Someone that's telling you that you are not right, that you are not good enough, that you are not what you're supposed to be. As a, as a gay man, I certainly heard that and got that message loud and clear from a lot of society. That I was not right. There was something wrong with me. I was broken. I was flawed. I was evil. I was sinful. I should not be. I should not live. Wow, when you're told that, that what you think and what you feel is wrong, you can't change it. You really have to come to terms with the authenticity of, of the entire message. That made me question all of religion. And you know, it's a good thing that it did. At this point in my life, I consider being gay a great gift. Because it made me question. And my questioning religion led me down a path of spirituality. And my path of spirituality led me here to the stream, to these teachings. And now that I have these tools, I understand how to be happy, how to love myself, how to be confident, how to manifest anything that I want. 
how to turn any situation around, how to turn even a negative, less than positive, negative day into a positive experience, how to change the behavior of the people around me, even the people in traffic, how to get friendlier responses from strangers, how to be more popular, how to be more liked, how to be perceived as as someone who's friendly and, and approachable when I didn't used to be perceived that way. Back when I hated myself, people thought I was mean and nasty because I probably was. But man, if you want to be loved, the the key to being loved is loving yourself. Because when you love yourself, you are then going to attract others who feel the same way about you. And I have proven that to myself. I love myself now more than ever. Is that having a big ego? Perhaps it is. But we all should have a healthy ego. We should all love ourselves. We should all believe we're the best. We should. It doesn't mean that you're making anyone else less than. It doesn't mean that you're superior. It just means that you are as good as anyone else at whatever it is that you are or do. And you are worthy of sources love. You are worthy of love from others. You are worthy of happiness. You are worthy of excellent health. You are worthy of an abundance of wealth if that's what you want. You know, this practice that I've developed is not about manifesting money, but it's also not about demonizing money. There's nothing wrong with wanting nice things. There's nothing wrong with wanting luxury travel, living in a beautiful house. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be financially independent, but not having to work for someone else or at all. There's nothing wrong with any of that. Just don't think any of that is going to buy true happiness if you're not happy first. That's the message that I want to send. I have learned that the hard way over a long period of time. The stream has confirmed it. I've lived both ways. I can tell you that loving yourself and feeling abundant in love and joy and connection to source first is so much more satisfying than having tons of money roll in and being able to go buy whatever you want. I've lived both ways. But now that I'm in this position where I do love myself, where I appreciate everything that's happened in my life up until now, even the most negative aspects of it. I've detuned my transgressors. I still like nice things. I still want to live in a beautiful home. I want to fly first class. I want to do all that stuff. Do I have to? No. Can I be happy in coach? Can I be happy living in a a small place? Absolutely, I can. And that's the beauty of all of this. You make peace with wherever you are. You make peace with your body. You make peace with your bank account. You make peace with your job. You make peace with your love life. Show appreciation for where you are. Love yourself. Be up that spiral. Feel the joy of the source connection flowing to you. This is available to everyone. Regardless of where you are right now, it is available to you. And when you reach that place where you no longer need anything to change to be happy, you just are happy. That's when the changes roll in with ease. It's magic, but it works. And all of these people, if you watch our testimonials, all of these people that come through boot camp, that's what they learn. That's what they discover first and foremost. 
how to love themselves, how to go up the spiral, how to have that the joy of source connection flowing, the clarity of that connection, how to feel abundant regardless of where they are, how to love every day, day after day, how not to ever dread another day again or dread another human interaction again. Can you imagine that? Not dreading human interaction, not dreading Mondays because you've got to go back to a job that you don't like, not dreading certain activities, not dreading anything, not fearing anything, detuning fear is so powerful and such an important component to the Taya spiritual practice. So all of this was a co-creation between Source and myself. And now it continues to be a co-creation between Source, myself, and everyone else who's in it. The people that have gone through Taya Boot Camp have all helped co-create the Taya spiritual practice. And it continues to evolve. It continues to get better and better and better. Everything operates like this. Going back to the beginning of this episode when I was talking about no assertion from source. Source is the source of all creation, but it's the source. Meaning there is a source and there is a co-creative component, which is physical. So we come to physical And we co-create, via thought, all new creation in conjunction with Source. But Source is not creating anything without our assistance. And we are not creating anything without Source. It all truly works hand in hand, and that's the beauty of all of it. That's how the universe is created and, and continually recreated and expanded. So with this knowledge, we can then set about creating anything that we want to create in our lives, anything in our bubble of reality. I have created things that I thought I would never be able to create. And now I teach others through this spiritual practice how to do that. And the spiritual practice itself was something that I developed originally for me, but then I realized how effective it was, how I could no longer not share it with the rest of the world, at least those in the world that are ready for it, vibrationally aligned with it. I know the whole world is not ready for this, certainly. And through that intentionality, all of the components needed to teach other people fell right into place magically. It was amazing how the right person, the right mentor arrived in my life right at the perfect time to teach me how to do a course. I didn't even know that I wanted to do a course. In fact, I, didn't, I thought I didn't want to do a course. And then I realized that if I really wanted to help people change their lives, that a course was a fantastic way to do it. Because books and podcasts and YouTube videos can be inspiring. They can give you tools. But to really change your life, most of us have to get into a concentrated environment with lots of tools, mentorship, time, and accountability. We need all four of those things, most of us, myself included, to really bring about lasting positive change. Think about how many times you've read a book and been inspired and thought, okay, I'm going to start doing this this way. Now I'm going to change my life, only to have it fall apart within a few days. 
and you revert right back to how you were before you read the book. Well, that's true of just about anything, but with boot camp, with Taya boot camp, if you choose to take that, if you're called to take that, that is designed for you to get in and work with me in the stream for 10 to 12 weeks and really change who you are. Not every aspect, but definitely change the unwanted aspects, the limiting beliefs, the fear-based thinking, the not believing in yourself, the feeling unworthy, the feeling of less than. Whatever you've got going on, we identify that, we detune it, we work on it. We coach you through changing your vibration to anything that you desire. Essentially creating a new channel that you are broadcasting out to the universe at all times and therefore receiving very different results back. Learning how to create that station, how to believe it, how to feel it, how to broadcast it consistently, and how to relax into it and simply allow the universe to bring everything together that you need to allow whatever you want to change to come to full fruition. Anything. And I've changed everything. I've changed my body. I've changed my facial structure. I don't even look like the same person. Not that I look like Brad Pitt today or anything like that, but I do look a hell of a lot better than I did in my 30s. My nose, my eyes, my everything changed. It's crazy. But if you are friends with me on Facebook or if you've seen some of the Instagram posts, I look like a different person. It's not just a weight loss. And I have not had plastic surgery. I tell everyone I would have not paid for this face, but it is an improvement over what I used to have. And so is my body, but it's not perfect. But it's massively improved. My chronic back pain is gone. Somebody was talking about sciatica the other day, and I said, oh, I used to get sciatica, and this is what I always did to, to, to ease it. And they said, well, how did you get rid of sciatica? I said, I got rid of the back problem. Well, how did you do that? Meditation, positive belief. I allow the universe to conspire in my favor and solve my health problems without surgery. Lower back pain gone, sciatica gone, high blood pressure gone, knee pain, joint pain, gout, all those things. A lot of those things were related to, to excess weight. I had skin conditions also that were absolutely related to stress, which is very much about not allowing the things that you want into your life. So when you release fear and you allow yourself to trust the, your abundance, trust the universe, you automatically start living a much less stressful existence. The stress and the anxiety go because you're not fearing anymore. You're not worrying anymore. You're not stressed anymore. And just imagine what it does to your skin and your joints and your body and, and, and every aspect of your physical being to not have that stress, that pressure, that anxiety flowing through you. To not have that negative emotion active in you at all. Very, very much a game changer in your life. When you learn to release stress, learn to release fear. And just feel the effects of a stress-free life. It's amazing. That's what we teach in Taya. That's what the goal is of Taya Boot Camp. To get you in a place of little to no fear. Into a space where you're fully able to trust your abundance. Into a place where you've detuned your transgressors. Any person, circumstance, or event in your life all the way back to birth. That you cannot look upon in full appreciation. 
we guide you through a process to find full appreciation of all of it because all of it serves a purpose. All of it serves you. And when you understand that, and when you understand that you do not need any external thing to change or to fall in your lap for you to be happy, that you can truly just love yourself, be joyous, be connected to source, and be happy, that's when your life really starts to take off. And then everything else is just, is, is just icing from there. The things that you can manifest, the new relationships, the satisfying friendships, the serendipitous moments, the joyous, just daily joyous experiences. We're not talking about manifesting a lavish vacation to make you feel good about departing your life for a few days. We're talking about living joyously every single day of your life. Day after day after day after day, regardless of what's going on, regardless of where you are now, finding your path to joy. And then in doing that, understanding that what is going on is going to start reflecting your desires more and more and more. You are going to see your, the landscape of your life change. You're going to see anything that you really don't like and don't resonate with that doesn't really serve you. You're going to see whatever that is, person, circumstance, or event, fall away. And you're going to see new people, circumstances, and events that are your new vibrational match materializing. I look at what's happened in my life in this last year, and it's been a roller coaster. I've had friends exit. I've had a spouse exit. But I've also had amazing new friends that are more my vibrational match arrive. I've met the love of my life. I'm in a romantic relationship now that is like no other that I've ever had. I'm 51 years old. Deeper appreciation, love, and respect than I even thought was possible. Better communication. Ease. It's amazing. Living in my dream town. In a beautiful home. In a healthy body. Doing what I love. Doing this. Helping all of you. And the reason that I'm bragging about all this stuff to you is because I want you to understand that you can have it too. That you can transform any aspect of your life that you are not happy with. You can reignite your passion for your old dreams. Perhaps dreams that you have not even visited since your 20s and 30s. Assuming you're a little older than that. Because that's what happens. We get into life. We have all of these big hopes and dreams. You know, these commencement speeches that you hear at high school and college are always so hopeful. These kids are going to take over the world. But how many of them actually do? That's the question. How many of them can? All of them. Whatever their version of taking over the world is. Hopefully not wanting to control others. But seriously, there are so many life skills that are not taught. In life, in school, in religion, anywhere. It's all, it's all fear-based sheep-mongering as far as I'm concerned. Teaching everyone how to fall in line and just, just follow. There's so much more available than that. I have never lived my life like that. I have never done what I was told I had to do. I've always followed my own path. Even when I was in a corporate job, which is very much in line with doing that. I, I managed that corporate career very differently. I was telling somebody today that I used to get, I had um, gotten so high up in my position that I had people that, were, that had MBAs reporting to me. 
And of course, my education stopped at the 10th grade, my formal education. I educated myself. And I would get these MBA people in, you know, trying to tell me, oh, no, no, we've got to operate like this and we've got to pay attention to that and this expected cycle of business and all of this crap. I thought, well, I'm really successful doing what I do here and it's all vibrational. All I do is talk vibration and attitude and positive thinking and focusing on the clients that we want and the money that we want. And guess what? It always works. So when my way stops working, we'll do it your way. But it never did. Life is vibrational. And life is a game. I know it sounds cynical to say that life is a game, but it truly is. If you notice, the stream just talked about this not long ago. You probably heard it on one of the podcasts where our video games, the reason we like them so much is our video games are a reflection of our lives. And every single video game is about overcoming obstacles to get what we want and growing stronger and stronger in the process. Have you noticed that? That's the process of every video game. Overcoming an obstacle, trying not to get killed. But then if you do get killed, you come back. and You do it again and you go a little further. Why do you think these games resonate with us so much? Because on a soul level, we understand that that is the process of universal creation. It's been created for us, for our amusement in a game. But it's the process of universal creation. There's an obstacle to overcome. You overcome that obstacle. You get stronger. You get bigger. You get knocked down. You come back again. That's why those games resonate so high. That's why people that create these games are so successful. They are tapping into universal law and delivering something to us that resonates with all of us. So play the game of life differently. Understand how to tap into universal law. Understand how to let go of these things that that create your own limiting beliefs. And understand that when you do that, you're changing the game. You are turning the odds of that game to your favor. That when you gain these tools to forgive all the way to the point of appreciation any transgressor in your life and clean all that stuff up out of your lower vibration and you gain the tools to quiet your mind, however you need to do it for you, and allow yourself to go up that spiral on demand, up into joy, up into pure positive emotion, up into that space where you are connected to source, because source has nothing but love for you. So you're up there loving yourself, being confident, knowing that you can have or do or be anything that you want. And from that vantage point, you are absolutely creating that version of your life that you are dreaming of. You're bringing it right to you. And of course, the other very important component of this practice is then learning how to stay there. How to not allow fear or doubt to come in and start taking you down your spiral, down there to where you're going to start disbelieving, questioning. How's that going to happen? When's that going to happen? How That thing doesn't happen to people like me. We've all been there. We've all started renegotiating our dreams when we go further and slip further and further down the spiral. But that's just because you're down the spiral. So we've got to accept that we do not behave the same when we're down the spiral as we do when we're up. And when we're up the spiral, we are up in positive emotion, yet we are up in positive creation territory. 
And when we are down the spiral, we are down in negative. And we are canceling our dreams. And we are manifesting our obstacles down there. So the key, and one of the key components of Taya, is learning how to be up the spiral most of the time. Getting those tools so ingrained in us that that's how we operate. Up the spiral. Up in pure positive emotion. Up in loving ourselves. Trusting our abundance. Up in no fear. That's where we want to be. If you're listening to this podcast, that's where you want to be. That's what this is all about. That's what the stream is here to teach us. And the tools they have delivered work better than anything I've seen. And I've got confirmation from numerous people over, gosh, we're over 60 now graduated Taya Boot Camp. With testimonials from most of them, all of the ones that aren't too shy to do a testimonial. Talking about how much it's transformed their lives. How it's brought about massive positive change. They want to share it. They want to shout from the rooftops. Life is so much better. And they want that for others, just as I wanted that for others, which is why I created this and why I do this. It's an amazing practice. It's based on universal law. It works. And it's something that's available to everyone. So if you're interested in Taya Boot Camp, Visit our website, thestreamofdavid.com forward slash Taya, T-Y-A. Taya stands for Trusting Your Abundance. There you can read all about, as much or as little as you want, the creation of the Taya Spiritual Practice. Or you can scroll down, read about Taya Boot Camp. If it resonates with you, if it sounds like something that might work for you, then book a discovery call. You can do that right there from that webpage, thestreamofdavid.com forward slash Taya, T-Y-A. And there's a button uh, a little lower on that page where you can book a discovery meeting. So book your discovery meeting and manifest your path into Taya Boot Camp if that's what you want. Because it's attainable to everyone if you set your positive intention toward it. Don't fear it. Don't fear anything. If it's something you're interested in, go for it. I have yet to have anybody tell me that they regretted taking Taya Boot Camp. It's a big, life-changing thing. But that's been my intentionality behind it from day one. I want to help people change their lives, those people who want to change their lives. Even if it's just more business and more money, that's fine. As long as you understand that we're going to do some other things in the process of getting to more business and more money that very much have to do with you loving yourself, you having a very strong source connection. And... That everything that you want and need is in that connection. I can't drive that point home enough. So if you feel like this is the time and that this is the right thing for you, check out the website and book a meeting. Pluck fear out of the equation. There is no reason for anyone to fear having a meeting regarding Taya Boot Camp. Anybody that wants to manifest their way in there can and will and have. Very high vibrational situation here. We want to get you in there. We want you to have this this knowledge if, if you want it. But you've got to take a few first steps and visit the website. See if it inspires you. See if it resonates. Push that button. Book the call. 
and be prepared to dive in and do the work and change your life. And be prepared, be prepared to allow yourself this opportunity, this big opportunity, to really change how you operate your life once and for all. And thus change the, the results that you're receiving back. The practice is phenomenal. It's changed lives in so many different ways from miraculous healing to healing of bodily skin conditions, things like that, especially stress-related things, to creations of new businesses, new marriages. We just had a new marriage come from the Taya program. Certainly the creation of additional wealth, business opportunities, romantic relationships. We've got it all. All the big important things where we all want to manifest to be happy. Taya has helped people manifest their dreams. And it will help you as well. Whether you're up for taking boot camp or you just want to learn the practice. My hope is that everybody that's listening to this, everybody that's a follower of the stream, starts learning this Taya spiritual practice. Because it will change your life. It will improve your life. It will give you a higher perspective on every topic. And you will learn to care far less about certain things that perhaps you're really into right now. You will learn to really focus your attention on what you want. To know that you already have it. To know how easy it's going to be for you to attain it. That knowing is so vital. And it's so easy once you let fear go. But settling in and letting fear go for a lot of people can be very difficult. I'm usually very surprised when I find that there are people who won't allow such things. Because anything that's not specific to a specific religion is very often demonized by that religion. Well, I'm not here to demonize any religion. I'm not here to demonize Abraham. I'm not here to demonize spirituality. I am just here telling you that I have operated my life this way, and it's gone very well. And I am here on occasion serving up advice and guidance and even a full-blown boot camp program for those of you that are ready to do the same. And it works. It absolutely works. Thank you all so much for listening. If you have questions about Taya Bootcamp, you can visit thestreamofdavid.com forward slash Taya. There's a very detailed description of what the practice is, how it was developed, and of course, information on our Taya Bootcamp program in there. There's a button there to click a discovery call so that you can book your own Taya Bootcamp meeting with me. Or email me at david at thestreamofdavid.com and we can set up a meeting from there and meet face-to-face via Zoom and talk about your path to Taya Bootcamp. Thank you all so much for listening. Namaste. Thank you for listening. To learn more about The Stream of David, visit thestreamofdavid.com. For topic requests or to learn more about David's Taya Bootcamp, email david at thestreamofdavid.com. See you next week.